Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian's Entitled Scene Show. My name is Ian, and I am very excited. I'm laughing already looking at the screen because I was not expecting the horns there. But thank you very much there, Jake. I wanted to introduce everybody to Pyro, Ohio. I am really excited because this is a band that I wanted to talk to probably all the way back in 2014, somewhere around there. And now they have returned. So I am very excited. Please let me introduce three members of Pyro, Ohio. We've got Pete, we've got Zane, and we've got Jake. Pete, how are you doing? Then we'll go, <laughs> go Zane, how are you doing? And then we'll go Jake, how are you doing? So Pete, why don't you start us off? Hey, and doing great. Uh, super happy you had us on. Uh, this is really cool. We're, we're super happy to be back uh, and kicking it off with you. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So that's that's how I'm doing. Nice. Zane, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm doing great. Um, super excited to be here. Uh, it's gone smoothly. No technical difficulties None. at all. None at all. <laughs> but that's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, man. And Jake, how are you doing tonight? Hey, brother, I am doing fantastic. Uh, man, I, you know, just spent years thinking I would never do anything like this again. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, not not to get all sappy on you guys, but I mean, I'm in my feels right now, dude. This yeah, is... wait, wait at least like 20 minutes, Jake. Before <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there, there's gonna be like some mommy daddy issues come out in this podcast. I can feel it. <laughs> Just starts bawling immediately. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't mention that at the beginning. That is the point of the show. I have things from your childhood and your past that are gonna make you cry. That's basically what I do. Like trauma, right? Yes. <laughs> That's all I want. Yeah. I want you to motherfuck different <laughs> bands. I want you to talk shit about everybody. That's what this sh- and then cry so that everyone feels bad and then everything's good. Yep. I thought this was my intervention, so that's better than that. Yeah, yeah, I already off to a better start. That's a welcome <laughs> alternative. <laughs> well, guys, I am really, really glad to have you on the show. This is always fun doing this Zoom with like multiple people on it and shooting the shit like this on the show. So I think the first thing that I want to get into, because like I said, we'll go on tangents. We'll, we'll talk about a lot of things, obviously. But I want to start off right away with a very cliche question. And that's, when did you guys decide to get back together? How did it happen? Who contacted whom first? How did that all work? Um, yeah, I'll take this one. Uh, I, I mean, it's. I think I, I speak for all of us when after we played our final show, we knew we would one day do something again we didn't really know in what shape or form um but uh i mean i definitely never let go of that feeling through talking you know to each other after every year like we still remain friends throughout uh it it was always there lingering um and we would float the idea obviously have a few beers and it would get even more serious but then when you wake up the next morning it was kind of like uh that that was fun we relived some some good times but uh just kind of moving on but then uh it was earlier this year um i just like really was feeling it and we'd been talking kind of loosely about it and one day i just came down here to my studio and just made just recorded some random things just vocals all alone and i sent it to them and i was like y'all like let's do this like (laughs) i'm trying to do this uh and then we all hopped on a call together um 
us three and Steven and just kind of talked it out like, hey, are we like feeling each other's interests out? Like, are we all about this? Are we really trying to do this? And I mean, it was a it was just a full hell yeah the whole time. There really was no hesitation. It was just making sure we were all on the same page. And from there, we pretty much hit the ground running. Wow. Now, just a quick question to add on to that. Who was the original band and who is the new band, right? Because I would think, Zane, you're not on my list for the original. Now, once again, I had to go, you know, I did my research. I checked some things out. But Zane, are you a new addition to the band? I mean, yeah, relatively speaking, I'm a new member. I mean, I feel like it's important to give context. Uh, I joined back in like 2015. So, but we disbanded like a year later. So I am the newest member of the band. Um, But I've known these guys for a long time at this point. Okay. So then how did you get started with the band? Like I said, we're going to go all over. So how did you join in the first place? That's actually like a weird story. Because I was like, I'm much younger than everybody else in the band. I'm like, (laughs) like five or six years younger than everybody. So I was like fresh out of high school, like 1920. And I was working like just a dead end job, you know, not really doing much, didn't have many plans. And I remember uh, I was still living back home, which is not too far from where I live now. But um my sister texted me one day and she's like, hey, this guy we played D&D with, it was the old bassist at the time. Um, so they were looking for a drummer because the other drummer was quitting. Okay. And uh, I was like, OK, I'll check him out. And then I, I remember listening to the uh, did I mention I'm a hypocrite video? And ah. I was like, because I saw the name Pyro Ohio and I've told them this, like I saw the name and I was like, okay, these guys can't be that great. Like this <laughs> name, I don't know. <laughs> and I've told everybody this, but when I heard the song, I was blown away and I was definitely like, okay, I really want to be in this band. Like this is what, this is the music I love. And if I could be a part of something like this, that would be super exciting. Right. So it was just a crazy story. Cause Jake actually grew up fairly close to me, ah. which we found out. So we were able to meet at his parents' house to audition. And, uh, you know, I auditioned, we played some songs together and, you know, I just, it, <laughs> it's kind of just history from there, you know? That's like a, a that that's a, a calm version of it too. Cause little <laughs> did Zane know at the time we had, uh, won the spot on Warp Tour that year for the yes, local bands. That's right. So he wasn't just trying out to to be in Pyro, but we, like we were like, oh, we got this really big show coming up. Like it was a whole nother level of like audition. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like we're... 19 years old. This is like the yeah. first time I'm in a serious band, and they're like, oh yeah, we're playing a Warp Tour in two weeks. Wow. And I'm just over here like a little baby, just like what? (laughs) Yeah. It was his that was your first show, right? First ever. Yeah, first show ever. Wow. Yeah. So I like (laughs) as you can see, I have a lot like of stake in this band. Like when that's your first show, it's like you're in it, right? (laughs) I mean, look, we're just gonna keep on rolling with that because I did remember about the warp tour you know, date and everything. So what was that like for you? What do you remember? Did you black out? Like, what do you remember about that Warp Tour set? Uh, Fortunately, I didn't black out. (laughs) Uh, The thing I remember the most 
um, was that we were setting up, and I'm sure Peter remembers this too, but my double kick pedal, it was like fucked up. Like the pedal was just like all jacked up and I couldn't get it to like uh, just be a normal double kick pedal. And I just remember one of the tech guys on stage just was like, here, and just took the pedal and just like curb stomped it and it was fine. Because, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, when you're setting up for a show like that and your first show, you're just like, you're like, oh, no, something's wrong. What am I going to do? You know? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, now, Jake. So when you guys go ahead and you decide, all right, we're going to go with Zane. What was the reason for? Because I think if I have the names right, I had to make like little notes here. It was Mike who was on drums before, and then Daniel who was on bass, correct? Right. That's correct. Was that the beginning with them leaving the band? Was that the kind of beginning of you guys realizing that you might not continue, but you were just trying to kind of hold on? Um, Well, we've, to reiterate that we've all stayed friends, uh, both Mike and Daniel played at our last show. We just, anyone who had ever been in the band, filtered in and out oh nice. so i like that zane handed mike the sticks for like two songs i believe and uh luke who was our old bassist then daniel took ah, over now okay. Luke's back mm-hmm. so it's we would have to draw the venn diagrams up probably to really make it make sense on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> like but yeah it's um i would i wouldn't say we saw it as the end but man, life just seemed to happen to everyone at the same time. Like we, we currently all live in different States with mm-hmm. the exception of Zane and Luke. Steven lives in LA. Okay. Uh, Pete lives in Maryland and I live in West Virginia. So, um, you know, it's just, it seemed like those opportunities all came around the same time. I so see. we were thankful that we at least had time to plan a final show and have right. a little bit of closure before we went into the next chapter of our respective lives, I guess you could say, but, you know, you can't walk away. This band is important to us, if you can't tell. So, like, oh, yeah. you know, it's, if, we, if we hadn't had that closure, this would have been a complete shit show, for sure. <laughs> but, like, it's, you know, we we did our best, given the situation. We, we were active in a college town, so there were, you know, always, like, I met Pete in class. I, I played in a band uh, that Pyro had played a show with, and then we just happened to sit beside each other in a, conservation biology course of all oh, wow. things <laughs> okay hit it off over you know i think baseball and, and music but yeah i don't know it's you could you could say any pick a member past or present there there's kind of a funny story to how we met them and it's you know they all mean something to us in a different way oh also before i forget shout out luke and steven who are both celebrating a birthday today oh wow happy birthday they're both original yeah. members and yeah. they were born in the same town on the exact same day. So wow. they, they were, they were meant to start a band. Together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where are they located right now? Uh, Luke is near Zane. Luke is in Christiansburg, Virginia, ah, where we were okay. based out of Steven is in LA. Yeah. Steven's in LA. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So we got two Virginia, well, three Virginia, then technically LA and Maryland. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm in the state of West Virginia, but I was born in Virginia. Oh, that's yeah. right. West Virginia. Say, I got to remember. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to remember that difference there. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that like uh, all of us were in the same town at one point and now we're all dispersed. Like, yeah, I was just going to add that, like, 
yeah, we all have these crazy like coming together stories that just don't seem real that we all know each other and we're all like we we're in this podcast right now, you know? Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you this then. I don't normally ask this because I don't think that I think that people tell the story a lot about it. So it gets kind of well worn. But I don't know if a lot of people know how Pyro Ohio actually got started. So do you guys want to take it from there? Like, how was that initial coming together? Yeah. Um, so it's the original members are Steven and Luke, myself, uh, George and um, George's brother, whose name I'm totally blanking James? on right now. Right. James. Yeah, James. Oh, okay. James. Yes. <laughs> um, and he played keyboard. So we, oh, um, okay. yeah. So that was the lineup for our first EP. Welcome to Pyro, Ohio. Yes. Right. But the way we met was pretty funny. Um, because I had just moved to the area going to school at Virginia Tech mm-hmm. and I'd always been in bands since high school and I was just looking for something to do in the area. So, uh, you know, I do what people always did at that time. And I browsed Craigslist to see if oh, there sure. were any ads for people looking for musicians. Um, and turns out it, uh, I found the right one. Um, it was, it was with Steven and Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember meeting Luke at one of the local restaurants there in McAdoo's. And we just kind of talked, felt each other out. And we're like, yeah, let's let's try this out. Um, and they had all been in bands together before. And they were kind of rekindling that flame, but trying to go in a different direction than they had in the past. So we started playing shows. That was 2011. So yeah. like... That makes sense. Uh, yeah. So somewhere in like September, October that year, we played our first show, uh, recorded the first EP that winter. Um, and then, yeah, James left the band pretty much right after we got back from recording. He just realized it, it, it wasn't for him. It's uh. totally, totally cool. Um, but we really appreciate his contribution. That's why our first EP is so different because we have the keyboard yes, featured right. on the songs, um, which is is really cool to go back and listen to now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, from then we we pretty much decided, okay, that was cool, but we want to. Well, the next person who comes in, we want to to play guitar. Right. Um, and it actually wasn't Jake yet; it was a guy Nick who came in and and played with us and played shows with us for a little while. Okay. Um, I want to say, I say about a year or so. And that within that time is when we met Jake with his other band um, and played a couple of shows with them, um, got along really well. And like Jake said, we were in classes together, uh, which we didn't find out till like, I remember one class was, was a law class and it was, it was huge. It was in one of those big, like, Oh, the auditorium amphitheater yeah, yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 3,000 level environmental law. Okay. yeah and i remember walking out of the final exam so it had been the whole semester and i'm walking out and as i'm walking i'm like jake and he's (laughs) like oh hey dude i'm like are you have you been in this class all the time he's like oh yeah (laughs) i'm like what how did we not know that because i mean we we were definitely more acquaintances than friends at the time i would say but that that's probably when we really started to hit it off okay um and pretty much when when nick left we we targeted jake like right away 
Right. Uh, it was like a match made in heaven. But oh, I, I actually skipped Mike entering the band. He came. He came before you did. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Because Mike, our player. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I I skipped a whole chapter there. I'm <laughs> definitely getting old with my memory. Um, you skipped yeah, the Big Dog era, dude. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So right right after we released that first EP, we actually got to play Warp Tour that first summer. So summer of 2012. Yep. Um, we got to play Warp Tour in Virginia Beach, which was really cool. Um, and similar to Zane's story, we we were down a member because James had left and we hadn't quite filled that yet. Uh, so we hit up Mike, and Mike actually came in and was a a, a guitarist originally. Oh, okay. Um, so he played guitar for us uh, in that first Warp Tour, um, and then after that, uh, George left the band, and that's when. Mike shifted to drums ah, and Jake came in. Okay. Now, by the yeah, way, little rotation there. Before you go on, just a question. So, when you didn't have a keyboardist anymore, what was the reason for not trying to get another keyboardist? Was it because you kind of felt like the sound in 2011, 2012, that there were so many bands that were doing that, that you kind of wanted to steer off that beaten path? Um, honestly, I think it was just because. It would have been impossible to find someone oh, okay. to fill that. It felt uh, just, I mean, within the scene that we had there in the area, you know, it's a pretty small area. Though there is Virginia Tech and you can find, um, obviously, skillful musicians. Mm -hmm. um, I think we just felt it was easier to find another guitarist to go along oh, with sure. us than to try and keep, keep that niche of keyboard um which which we liked but weren't really married to right yeah we would we would still play one of the songs off of that ep live we just kind of changed the keyboard parts to guitar parts and found a way to make it work and people seemed to enjoy it so okay. we paid we you know we paid our respects to to the ep when people wanted to hear our old shit quote unquote <laughs> but play your old shit yeah hey, play your old shit play your old shit <laughs> Well, now does that count for everything that you've done? Now it's been eight yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, it's all old shit. Now, yeah, now there's uh, uh, two two EPs and some singles and a full length worth of old shit. So if you know, truck <laughs> guy in the back, you hey, play your old shit. Like you, you got to really ask him to specify. <laughs> I mean, why do you why do you think we broke up? It's just so we could get back together when it's all our old shit now yeah yeah it's pretty new at the time it's genius yeah, this is everyone's dream all of our shit is old shit yeah <laughs> everything felt too new we didn't like it it was overwhelming yep. it needed to be old no and you're coming back at a time where it's really and this is my own personal opinion i'd love to hear your guys's but having a band come back with an older sound that still has that new sound to it but hasn't been degraded by the trends of the scene right now that's been a big thing when you guys came back obviously we'll talk about the single more but that was a big thing is when i was talking to jake i said specifically i hear pyro ohio in here but then i also hear what you guys could have been at the same time and what you still can be but you you haven't been downtrodden by tons of electronics and it just like the way most bands in the scene are these days, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it's it, it seems like every band that was really 
you know, big when we were, you know, when our old shit was new shit. <laughs> it's it's like it's all getting to like, you know, radio, radio rock, but not. It's it's sure. it's all like, you know, looking for a good example here. But like need, needless to say, like asking Alexandria is just oh. diet at Alexandria. Et oh, for sure. You know, yes. All those yes. bands. So like. Uh, I don't know. It's harsh to call it all butt rock, but like you expect <laughs> it to be on the radio and it's like, I don't know if we would have ever really done too well with that. I, I think we were really comfortable with our sound. If there were any talking heads that told us to change, I, I think we would have probably been pretty unruly and pretty shit to work with for <laughs> managers, label execs, etc. cetera. Sure. Um, I, you know, we're, I don't know. Yeah, that's it's it's fun to speculate, but I don't see that playing out too well. Not that you know, not that I mean, we we like any other metalcore band have gotten enough YouTube comments about how fucking generic we are. But <laughs> I really feel like we were doing our own thing. I feel like we have you know have kind of an untamed vibe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think you put it well. Yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, I was gonna say the butt rock thing. Uh, I think the last time we all met up together, I even made the joke. It's like we never got a chance to have our butt rock era. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yet I, I think that I think that's the thing right now. Is I would say I was extremely impressed when you guys came back. Where there have been a lot of bands because right now a lot of the music scene can be seen as nostalgia, right? You've got a lot of bands that have been in for a very long time that are now making, you know, basically pop music. And then you have a lot of bands that are coming back with a new single EP album, whatever it happens to be, after being gone for maybe 10 years or so. Those bands, it's rare to have them come back and sound like themselves. That's what you guys did. I can count on my hand. Like you look at Bless the Fall came back sounding like themselves. Scarlett O'Hara initially came back sounding like themselves. And then um, For All Those Sleeping just recently came back sounding like themselves. But it's, uh, yeah. it's very rare, though, for that to happen. Most of them will end up being like Attack Attack, where they start making mm -hmm. radio, pop music, whatever. So I appreciate that you guys were able to not only capture what your sound was before, but also show off what you can do as well i i think that's pretty impressive is that the way you guys were thinking when you were making the song or did it just happen naturally well first off thank you for saying all that oh, i absolutely. really appreciate that um yeah i mean like jake said earlier we've kind of always just done what what we liked and i think that shows on all our albums especially uh before the sunsets because oh sure that album doesn't really flow at all because it's <laughs> just a bunch of different almost like every song is almost you can put in a different genre because we just like doing that i um, was going to really enjoyed up. yeah yeah cool well <laughs> <I'm with you. laughs> um yeah so i mean with with this new song when we came back um we just wanted to make something that we enjoyed that we pretty much all said when we came back like we just want to do this for us mm -hmm. like we we love this we enjoy this and we want to do it and just in our terms like making music for us that that we enjoy doing together um so it was really pretty easy to, nice. to just come back and 
hop on a track together. Uh, the logistics were definitely something that we had to work out and still kind of are. Um, but uh, I mean, everything just felt so natural. Like it, it didn't, it, we, it, it didn't feel like we skipped a beat. Uh, and you know, it's just like coming back to, to your family and best friends where you just, you pick up right where you left off. That's awesome. By the way, if anyone doesn't know, obviously I'll have this in the description of the episode, or if you haven't listened yet, the name of the new track is Of Shadows and Substance. And I believe I read on your social media, that might have been the name of the band originally. Is that true? Yeah, that's the one I wanted. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe Zane wouldn't have thought our name sucks so much. <laughs> I was about to say, maybe, maybe I would have had a different reaction. Yeah. <laughs> this um, is fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. We, um, yeah, we basically made, the way we came up with the name, we just did it uh, NCAA tournament style. Um, ah, okay. we, you know, we're all... We're all sports fans, so we came up with 64 names, probably only like wow. a few of them actually good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then just had them match up against each other, and we just eliminated them and eliminated them. And it actually pretty quickly, from what I remember, got to uh, Of Shadows and Substance versus Pyro Ohio. Um, and then I remember we were there was five of us, but somehow we were pretty split between the two okay uh two of us were pretty for one two of us were pretty for the other and the fifth person liked both uh ah. but we all liked both to get them there um and i don't even really really remember how we officially settled it i, I wish steven or luke could could chime in but since they can maybe i can just make something up and yeah, they ahead. can't refute it <laughs> but <laughs> um but i i think we just felt Pyro Ohio um, fit what we were going for more of shadows and substance is a pretty brutal name. Uh, and especially at the time didn't really fit our style. We weren't, we didn't have very many chuggas and breakdowns <laughs> yet. Um, but Pyro Ohio, we also, once we really delved into it, Pyro meaning fire and Ohio means the great river, right. um, which it's like a dichotomy between the two. So we thought that fit us pretty well right. uh, yeah, yeah. where you get, fire and water, two opposites coming together to make something, um, which which we felt fit us pretty well. How many times were you asked if that was a real place? Oh, every time. <laughs> it, it has a zip code. It, it is indeed. Yeah, we, we, we drove past it once, actually, when we were on tour. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> could you sense the like PTSD after you asked that question? Cause it all just flooded in. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think the biggest question we got though was, oh, so where from Ohio yes. are you guys from? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We, we actually uh, got introduced at a show in New York City um, as Pyro, Ohio from Cleveland. The guy didn't even ask where we were from. He just assumed not only were we from <laughs> Ohio, but specifically Cleveland. I thought that yeah, was Yeah, there's yeah. no other place we could have been. Yeah, yeah that's it. Cleveland. What a huge, what a huge insult that is to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't even play the show. Just be like, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. Fuck this. hell no. Cleveland? They clearly didn't Ow. talk to me if they thought we were from Cleveland. I don't think I could be a, a dialect million from Cleveland, man. This is this is all yeah. Southwest Virginia. We have a we have a lot of stories about how people can't understand our dialect. Like the first time I went on tour with these guys, like 
anytime we went to a new state, nobody understood what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just hard just to talk to any of the band members because you're like, what, what, what? <laughs> yeah, Zane got the nickname Vernon because that's what someone thought he said his name was. Wow. Yeah. And... So my my actual first <laughs> name is Brennan. I okay. go by Zane yep. now. But like at the time, I went by Brennan. And I did. They'd be like, "Hey, what's your name?" And I'd be like, "Brennan." They're like, "Vernon." I'm like, it's Brennan. It's like, it's nice to meet you, Vernon. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately for uh, Zane, that still lives on. He he basically became Vernon that day. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think I go by Zane now? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Something completely different. I don't know. Maybe it's because I haven't been on the East Coast for a while, but I did. I lived in Pennsylvania. I lived in Maryland. Uh, Air Force brats. So I moved all over. Oh, nice. Army brat here. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. I, I just... I do remember there being that specific Virginia accent for sure. And I do have a friend in Pennsylvania that I still make fun of to this day for their accent because it is <laughs> so incredibly like I'm in Texas right now. So you can easily make fun of accents here. That's great as well. But there is something about that string of East Coast states that is just so much fun to make fun of and try and translate. Yeah, man, it's... Um... It's wild because, especially in Virginia, there are so many different accents in the state too. Yeah, I mean, you can. I'm I'm trying to kind of water mine down, be, you know, on a podcast a little bit, probably. <laughs> but I've got a really big accent. I'm I'm probably. Well, Zane and I grew up really close to each other, so he he's 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 churched his up a little bit too, but we're. We're country boys. Yeah. I, I don't want to say we're like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's funny. Everywhere you go, it's different. Yeah. No, that's that's very true. Well, Peter, yeah. where where did you end up? You, you're you the one who said you were the army brat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many times did you end up moving? Um, I got pretty lucky. I came around when my parents were higher ranking. Okay. Uh, so I only moved like five times. Oh, okay. What was your so, favorite? Which... <laughs> uh maryland oh okay um well and uh and uh we were in fort knox kentucky for a little while which i also enjoyed there a lot um those were also yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, not not really in fort knox because everyone there and around there are all military or were military so it was it was almost like a little little bubble in kentucky gotcha okay but um yeah maryland's my favorite that's why i came back here and when did you move back? So after Pyro ended in 2017, yep. my wife and I moved back up here the next summer. So oh, okay. 2018. Yeah. Okay. Well, now, I mean, I'm sure you've been asked this already, but I, I have to ask this for sure. With you guys spread out in different areas, I mean, especially with coming back with new music, I'm not saying a tour, but would you do a reunion show? Ooh, <laughs> knew that question was going Yeah, it had, it had to. I, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we haven't really talked about it, except that it's not going to happen. But uh, I mean, personally, I would love to do that. Um, The logistics of how, when and where uh, would be very tricky to figure out. But uh, I myself wouldn't rule it out. Uh, Be interested to hear what what Zane and Jake have to say. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I won't speak for everybody, but like I feel like we all would probably do if there if the logistics came together. I think we would all do it. Um, 
But I think that's the fuzzy part. Like when you have everybody living in a different state with different schedules, lives yeah. are changing like crazy. It's it's a very, very hard thing to accomplish. But who knows? It could happen. I mean, we got back together. So, yeah. Yeah. If, if the price was right uh, to either get Steven on the East Coast from mm-hmm. L.A. or get all of us through the West Coast, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule it out either. I live to play live shows. I honestly struggle more than anyone else in the band with just being a discord band and ah. writing over the computer. Um, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a live show rat. So uh, that nothing would tickle me more than to play a live show. <laughs> um, that, I really had to learn how to cope with not playing shows after we stopped playing shows, because I guess that was my therapy. Ah, like I just, okay get to go out there and go fucking crazy and man that was so good for me and i didn't really fully appreciate that until i just you know was at home every weekend yeah yeah no that this is where i start crying yeah i know i was about to say yeah. i was gonna let you go <laughs> let you go for it if you need to this yeah, is you, when you start billing yeah. for a therapy session yeah you got 20 minutes in so you're, you're good you're good jake you did it <laughs> yeah, i, I kind of thought we could uh yeah, I I thought maybe it would be like a fitting comeback if we came back for uh, uh, Blue Ridge Rock Festival, ah. which turned out this year to be a flaming shit show. Well, and I don't know if they're gonna have it again. So, Jake, but, I wouldn't say just this year. It's a flaming shit show every year. It's just this one. This one was the yeah. worst one. That's all. So we <laughs> we have a long, complicated history with that. So um, apparently, the same guy, which I just found out the other day used to put on this festival called Driven Fest. Okay. Um, and this took place in Winchester, Virginia, which is actually pretty close to where I live in West Virginia. But the uh, he overlooked the fact that, like, it was in the middle of a neighborhood at, like, a middle school, and all of the neighbors called and bitched oh. about the noise. It was, sure. uh, like, a whole weekend. So he had, I mean, he had huge names. Never fault the guy with who he's able to book. Yeah, Because, sure. my God. But like he got he got shy halud there and they didn't even get to play because wow. there were so many cops like standing there with decibel meters, like trying to actively shut the thing down. Thankfully, we played like early Saturday morning uh, in front of a tractor trailer on a side stage. So <laughs> our set was one of the few that was able to happen. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah, that we've <laughs> we've been well aware of that shit show for over a decade. That's I, right. I just found out that's the same guy, but. You know, not to just bash him, but oh no, it's it's super ironic that we are literally the only like uh, metal metalcore scene band, whatever you want to call us, from the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia. We've never played that. We haven't been a band since it started, but I think we broke up and that fucking thing started, and it's hurt my heart to see it every year because like we could we could have helped, man. I'm not saying we're like this amazing draw, but we're the local band where there are no local bands in that area. I mean, go back to accents. I mean, this is blue Ridge right here, boy. Can't fake that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard so. I've heard so much bullshit about that. Oh, you know, yeah. it's, I feel like we should, we should be the unofficial band to like, you know, address that because like we've, we've seen that, we've seen that train roll into that end point for about a decade. Yeah. Now, did you did you end up going to any of the Blue Ridge festivals to, over the years? I guess my brother was there this year, and <laughs> like it was. Is he okay? 
He's okay. Yeah, he 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 physically, physically okay. He compared it to a prison camp. Yeah, um, that's what I heard. The stories are horrible. Like, yeah, like all the sanitation issues, and it's just like, hey, uh, you want some good old boys to pump your shitters? Call Pyro, Ohio. I mean, (laughs) we could have helped. We could have (laughs) helped. You're a full facility band. You've got everything. (laughs) Oh, we're we're blue collar metal. There you go. Uh, yeah. Just ship us all out from different states just to, yeah, just to <laughs> clean up. <laughs> Give me two weeks' notice. I'll have a tractor with a septic tank yep. on the back. Yeah, we'll get back together to, to do that, but not to play a show. Yeah, no, you're just <laughs> strictly cleanup. That's yeah, nice. that's what we're here for. <laughs> that's yeah, what they I, needed, man. Nobody would have been filming like uh, Jacoby Shaddix and, and uh, Oliver Anthony playing that acoustic set if, if Pyro I was like pumping a shitter behind them. <laughs> like, is that is that Pyro Ohio back there covered in shit? That's, that's some damn Pyro Hot boys out there <laughs> out yonder. Oh, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> we we could have saved Blue Ridge Rock Fest because that would have been the headline. Yeah, that would. <laughs> Pyro, Ohio, Ohio. In, in Virginia, in West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> I got to remember Ohio. to fucking put West. Shit. I got to put West in front of it, damn it. West by God, Virginia. That's how you say it. West by God, Virginia. There we go. Okay, yeah. I like that. Well, look, I can even see, I know you have the connection, but I could even see you guys doing a furnace fest or something like that because they have oh, tons. That'd be awesome. Yeah, tons of bands that reunite for furnace fest for some reason. If I, you get us on furnace fest, I'll... I'll make it work. (laughs) I got a new job to work on. All right, there we go. I got some people on Blue Ridge, and then Blue Ridge fucked up, so what can you do? Yeah, thanks, but no thanks on Blue Ridge. I don't don't think we'll reunite with that. I don't think it's ever coming back. I don't think you get over what just happened. Location-wise, it's the most convenient for us, but it's like, yeah, nah, that's a lost cause. Uh, Furnace Fest would be sick. I think uh, I think Bludgeon reunited for Furnace Fest. I know their yeah. original guitar player, you know, but there's I'll, a, I'll I, pick there's, his brain. There's a couple of bands doing their last show there this year, I think, too. Oh, last shows as well. I didn't know that. Oh, uh, speaking of comebacks, did you guys hear that there is not only uh, The Air I Breathe, but also a Texas in July song coming out at midnight? Those are two. Oh, wait, wait. They're both. I knew I knew the air I breathe, but Texas in July came back relatively recently. They have a second single coming out. Uh, Oh, sorry. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's something tonight. I wrote them off a long time ago, but that's a beat story because his best friend like kind (laughs) of like got got like chewed up and spit out by that band. Oh, gotcha. Pete, so if you want to talk tell shit about a band, (laughs) yeah, go for it. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) The the short of it is um a, a good friend of mine from high school when they when Texas in July's original vocalist left, he was one of the I think two who they, they narrowed it down to and ah. they took each of them on little mini tour runs and I actually got to see him play with them, which was really cool. Um but in the end they went with the other guy who's I think is, is still their right. vocalist. I, I haven't really seen the reunion of who's no it, that guy's with era now i think uh oh okay. jt are you talking about jt yeah he was like they chose him over alex because it was a label decision instead of a band decision ah, i think okay in which the band even wanted alex i think i mean nothing against jt because he's like pretty youtube popular and oh, he's, he's in the era now that's one of my favorite bands he's awesome he's been on the show before he's a good guy for sure but yeah maybe there was some disconnect 
in what the band wanted compared to yeah what the label wanted yeah and alex is just the fucking dude you know like i don't know you he was actually he was featured on uh before the sunsets he's the guest vocalist you mean from uh, from atlantic Yeah, from yeah. Atlantis, yeah. Oh, from Atlantis. Ah, they say from Atlantis, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Atlantis. There we go. Okay, now I can speak Yeah, again. he was in that band yep. and a band called An Obscure Signal, I think was his... Yes, uh, that was the first band he was in, right? Well, yeah. Well, besides okay. the high school true band, lessons, we True Lessons. Ah, <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, actually... Yeah, we... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. I was just going to say, I, I don't think you could ever consider us a big band, but like connections we have to bands that have made it and are household names it's pretty weird how we have a story in connection to a lot of big artists even though we were sectioned off in the hills of virginia and never really played any huge gigs besides you know having the warp tour to you know beg the lord for warp tour every summer and (laughs) (laughs) and they ship us the warp tour every summer and that was it i i see on your social media though it seems like you guys get a lot of interaction with people for a band that's been away for so long, it seems like you still have that connection with people. I, I think you could say we just have a lot of, well, a lot. I mean, is, is, uh, you know, that's debatable. I don't know. We've got some diehards for sure. There's, there's a girl with a pyro Ohio tattoo if, for anybody. We did it for her, uh, or this kid named Casey Lester, who just like is, he's him. I mean, he's the best <laughs> fan any band could have yeah, yeah he I, actually uh came down for our last show and he's from new york he drove all the way down with his friend to come see us in blacksburg virginia oh wow yeah we we wouldn't have had it any other way we we made sure he knew that yeah it definitely wouldn't have felt complete um but yeah like jake said we we have a lot of people who have stuck with us which is really cool um and just being able to reconnect with them back from from those times is awesome um we we were very strong twitter users back in the day and i think that helped with where we're at now because we were we were up all night just like shooting the shit with people um because we just love that human connection and and to just meet people right um and and i think that's kind of what we're seeing now is those connections we made back then are are still holding holding strong and and it's it's awesome it's really cool to still have that support because i mean obviously we we want a bunch of people to hear our music because we think it's the greatest but of course uh at the same time we're 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 just happy to make it and and be able to put stuff out there so it's just a bonus to have all these all these other people coming back and reconnecting with us yeah well it's got to be i mean you didn't just throw a song out there and have it just sink. You know what I mean? Like people gravitated towards it. People were excited to hear it. And then they were happy to hear it as well. So that really means something. Oh, for sure. I think it's awesome. Cause like, I mean, I had no idea what to expect putting a song out there. I had zero expectations. Like, but I think like everybody said, it's awesome that all these people are still around and still like love to see we're putting out music especially after like six or seven years gone, you know, like that's, that's a significant amount of time. Oh yeah, for sure. That's been the weird thing is that now with music and, and being able, like, even though you guys might not like doing it the way you have to with, you know, talking through discord and recording that way, it has allowed bands that have had similar things happen in their lives 
actually come back. Bands you would have never thought. There are so many bands that I would have never have thought would get back together have now done it. And I think that's a great thing, especially when they sound the way they used to. Like, that is just such an awesome feeling. I was so excited when Jake sent me the song. I was just blown away. I just kept on pressing repeat and repeat over and over again because I had missed that sound so much. That's awesome. Also, I, I can't believe you haven't mentioned it yet, but you definitely played a part in it. What? We saw I, it's a couple is a couple of years ago. You had just posted about Pyro. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. Yeah. And we were just like, oh, that's fucking cool. Someone out there is still like reminiscing about us. Yeah. We're reminiscing about us, too. Like, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe we should make music again. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so thanks. Thanks, Han. <laughs> that is, that is awesome. Look, I really enjoyed, that took a lot of time to do. I'd done, I ended up doing 200 straight days where I went back to some of my favorite EPs and albums and just wrote like a short review for them. And I really enjoyed doing that. And it was actually surprising the amount of people that gravitated towards that. And that showed me how many bands still had people that were fans. You didn't always have to write about the hugest bands in order to get a reaction. Sometimes finding somebody who you hadn't thought about for a while and remembered how good their stuff was really connected with the audience. And that's when I knew that this music really meant something to people. And that's what I enjoy. That's why I've enjoyed so many bands coming back. That's why I was so excited when you guys came back was to get that opportunity to have even more music from a band that might not have been given all the chances they could have possibly had. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I personally, as a music fan, love to go back and find these like time capsule bands where maybe <laughs> I hadn't even heard of them the first time. But I can tell you about what year they were around just by yes. their sound, what their art was like, the way just the way they carried out their day to day as a band. And right. honestly, right. that that might excite me more than finding a brand new band these days. I'm I'm a scene relic these days. (laughs) I really enjoy that. I can say this sounds like somewhere from the end of 2010 to about 2011. I think there's a common theme with like everybody in this band is that we like really like nostalgia, Ah. like anything that's nostalgic, we kind of gravitate towards. And a lot of, you know, emo scene, pop punk music Ah, really hits that spot for us. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. By the way, on that note, I have to bring this up because I actually found this today. I can't believe I had never heard this before. Now, for people who didn't know, you guys did two pretty popular covers. You did the Taking Back Sunday cover, you know, I'm blanking. Oh, uh, Cute Without the E. And then you also did Senses Fail. Uh, why am I? Oh, Calling All Cars. But yep. then, I, do you guys remember your third one? Because I heard oh, it for absolutely. the first time. Absolutely. <laughs> That was the first one, actually. Yes, it ended up being um, the first one, yes. <laughs> yeah, Up Around the Bend. Yes. I, that's probably still the best cover yeah. we ever did. That I was, was yeah. very impressed when I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the best review on that song was someone just called it atrocious and left it at that. <laughs> but I guess you got you, you to gotta be pretty open-minded to hear Metalcore CCR, but, yeah, you know. When we were offered that, we were just like, well, it's all of our dad's like favorite bands. So like go. we gotta do it. Like all of our parents want to hear yeah. this. But and we didn't remember the one. Titans. So Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 
I played that little guitar solo in that song, and I'm still proud of that guitar solo. That's awesome. <laughs> no, I really, and by the way, that wasn't a gag. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm a fan of what you guys did with it. It was just such a shock to see it because I didn't even know there was a full album of scene bands doing tribute to CCR. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we were we were the we yeah. were the lone heavy band. On I figured. That too, so yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. I think that's I think that's when we got heavy too. I think that song made us have to amp it up, and we just kept it at that level from there. That makes sense. That is yeah. awesome. Why not? Yeah. It was funny when we went into the studio to do that. Um, we did it with uh, a good friend of mine, Greg Parker, who recorded everything we'd done except uh, keepsakes. Okay, uh, and we went in to record. Uh, did I mention I'm a hypocrite? And that cover with him, and he like spit out his drink when we told him what we were recording he's like you guys are gonna do this song like what um but it worked out and and he's great at what he does and we love working with him he's a really good just producer and knows our sound well and uh he was able to help us get that song to where it is and and all the other covers too yeah no that's awesome now this might also be a question that has been asked but obviously coming back you put out a brand new single but would you do a cover again, especially being a nostalgic band? Now would certainly be the time to put out something from the past. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we would. Okay. What do you, yeah. It's, um, you don't have to tell me, you don't have to tell me what it is, but is there, is there a band or something that you would think about like, oh, wow, I would really like to cover that band? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just say it's, it's happening oh, and okay. it'll happen pretty soon. Uh, right. So, just be on the lookout. Okay. All right. Look, the tease is, <laughs> the tease is fine. Everyone's excited now. Yeah. I'm excited. I like it. That's that's cool. Let me yeah. ask you. I, I will, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say I, I, I enjoy doing teases and I love surprises and love giving and receiving surprises. So any way <laughs> we can make that happen, I'm about it. There we go. Now, I want to then, I'll pivot then from covers to features because, you know, we talked about Alex who you had on before the sunsets. And then also I, I had to write it down because I forgot what her name was, but you had a, you had a woman on her name was, uh, Kaylin Hall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was on uh, where are you? And yeah. I thought that was a really interesting track, but I tried to look up what she was from or was she was in another band or any of that kind of stuff. But if I looked up the right person, she made completely different music than what you guys had done with her. Was there a reason for choosing her? Was it because of how different she was from the type of music that you would normally make? Um, yeah, I think you found the right person because okay. she made country music. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it really came down to she was the one who said yes. Oh, um, okay. We, yeah, we had asked <laughs> quite a few different people. We knew we wanted a female voice on that song. Mm -hmm. um, and she was actually recording with Greg the same time we were ah. and we asked him like hey do you think she would want to be on this track and she said yes and she nailed it yeah um that's that's still probably one of my favorite songs we've ever done yeah it's so different like you talked about before when i made the joke about how i was going to bring that up yeah. the album or the ep however you want to say it is so different at every turn and that's one of the biggest shifts in tempo and style on the album itself. It starts off so different, and then it just skews into what you guys are 
and it just worked out really well. It was a big surprise on that album. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, like I said, that album doesn't flow for shit. <laughs> but <laughs> but we yeah, but we love all the songs on there. We we were just happy with all of them, uh, and just wanted to get them all recorded, and didn't yeah. matter how that how that worked out. We were talking about earlier. We like our sound is is what what we wanted to be, and I think if we were ever to go in another direction, we we had talked about being a little more in the where are you uh, range, which a lot of bands kind of have done now. Sure. Um, but um, that was a long time ago. I mean, it, it could happen; it definitely could happen. But uh, again, we're just writing what what we I like. I think we're still uh, reeling off the pandemic, and you know, things are still a little heavy right now. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, very, very true. Well, here's a question then, too. So this is kind of, I don't know, maybe each of you will have a different answer for this. Especially, you know, we talked about liking nostalgia and whatnot. If you guys continue making new music and you were to feature somebody, but not feature somebody that's around right now, like if you could pick somebody, you know, from a popular scene band back in the early 2000s or mid 2000s that you would want to kind of capture that sound that you're looking for. Do you each have somebody that you would love to work with? That is a platinum question. Dude. That <laughs> is, <laughs> that is a great question. Um, anybody got one while I think. Yeah. I mean, I've always been a big admirer of Shane told sure. uh, from Silverstein. They're still one of my favorite bands. Um, and he seems like a pretty awesome dude. I've uh, listened to a lot of his podcasts. Um, and I think just working with, with him would be awesome and fit our style really well. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I agree with Pete. I think Shane would, uh, fit perfectly. I mean, because, you know, you get so much inspiration from him and all that, but if I had to pick, I'd probably pick like Spencer or Aaron from under oath or something. Oh, okay. Nice pick. I I choose chaos. Greg Fusciato from, (laughs) (laughs) That would be insane, though. I'm all about insane. There you go. No, I like the answers. I like the answers. Amy Lee, Evanescence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how far back are we going? The the Jonathan Davis feature is imminent as well. Yeah. Hey, have you seen those, uh, the Corn Adidas collab? I was just talking about that the other day. (laughs) No, what are you talking about? Sorry, I don't know this. Oh, okay. So Corn and Adidas have collabed. Like, you know how Jonathan Davis, it's like he always wears Adidas tracksuits. They finally like collabed and they have a corn line of Adidas clothes now. You can get corn shoes. So that might be where our merch money's going, where the single money's going. (laughs) I think I have to do that. See, I'm a big shoe person. So I have to do that. I didn't know that. They're really cool. Yeah. I I am definitely going to. Wow. (laughs) I had no idea. But by the way, we should plug. We're going to plug at the end, but we'll plug right now, too. You do have new merch designs available as well. So you guys want to talk about that a little bit, about what what the inspiration was for some of those designs? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's uh, it's hosted on Bonfire, uh, which is a site where it's just print on demand, uh, which definitely fit where we're at right now perfectly um, because you know, doing the whole bulk printing and shipping from one of our houses just kind of wasn't our deal at the moment. So we just mainly wanted to be able to put new stuff out there so people could could get new 
new ways, new shirts to support us. Um, but it's, it's really just just putting it out there so people can get new stuff. Um, as far as the designs, um, one of them is just based off the new single, uh, which of Shadows and Substance has mm-hmm. the artwork with the the dark forest and the yes. little eyes in the corner, um, which uh, were akin to Amityville horror. Is, ah. is where we got that idea from. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we just wanted kind of like a a sort of creepy theme shirt that that fit the song title and the timing, which worked out perfectly Friday the 13th. Right. Yes. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's that design. Jake probably wants to talk about the other one because he's wearing a hat associated with yes. it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For, for all those listening, I'm wearing a Baltimore Orioles hat. So I was the designer of the Baltimore Orioles themed. Nice. Uh, Pyro Ohio shirt. Pyro Orioles. Pyro. I think, (laughs) I think how we worded that, which is really hard to say, it was much easier to type on the bonfire site, but yeah, I'm, I'm a big baseball guy. And I think I already said this, but Pete and I bonded on baseball, but I do, uh, I do a podcast on like classic baseball oh, which okay. is totally in left field for a dude in a band probably but um it's another passion of mine and i think i began <laughs> editing videos because of music so oh okay. full circle i don't know how much there's probably no crossover between uh classic baseball youtube and metalcore youtube but i'm <laughs> i'm that like i'm that small stick holding the the floods back on that one i guess understood yeah, Jake knows everything about minor league baseball. It's it's pretty impressive and awesome. So wow. definitely plug in hit him right now. <laughs> MILB Hat Billy. Yeah. Definitely follow him for obscure. Oh yeah. Uh awesome minor league uh knowledge. But this also, there is a crossover, and this is a fun question I like posing to people. So okay. here's an interview question for you, Ann. Yes. If you were a baseball player, what would your walk-up music be? Uh, so I actually do this question, but in a different form, ah. it's rare that I, it's rare that I do it, but I'll tell you, this is what I do. I say, if you're going to be a wrestler, what would your intro music be? Mm. So it's, uh, it's along the same nice. lines, but yeah, I do have an answer. Nice. Yeah. You came prepared. Yeah. Have you guys heard of the band, uh, King 810? Yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah. Aren't they, aren't they like, they, they do the whole like detroit gang thing yes right? yes and yeah, yeah. that's not normally my style but for some reason i got uh the band pharaoh lux put me onto them and i was like this mu- music is fucked up and i don't know why i like it but i do <laughs> they have a song called alpha and omega which just screams like wrestling slash baseball pitcher slash anything where you would want someone to be afraid of you coming out to something that song encapsulates all that. That's yes, awesome. It. That is mine. That is mine. What about, I'm assuming you guys have your own as well? Yeah. Um, I go back and forth, but most of the time I come to Karma by Parkway Drive. Ah, that okay. little, so like little guitar riff into the breakdown, I just think would uh, be perfect when you're walking up. Like you said, yeah. something intimidating. And also just hearing a breakdown in a, a large stadium is, yes. is awesome. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. What about the rest of you guys? I think I would go uh, Feel Nothing by the Plot. Okay. That just has uh, stadium vibes. I feel I feel like the, the 808s that are in that song would just be 
at their peak. Yeah. Um, in on on those PA systems, I I long to hear that bass on bigger and bigger systems. Every time I hear that song, that would be very nice. Zane, what about yourself? Oh, I'm gonna go completely left field, pun intended. It's yeah. definitely gonna be like break shit by Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> He's always got the right answer. That's right. <laughs> hey, you can take it if you want. <laughs> I was just at the uh, the headline of the Devil Wears Prada and Fit for a King show. Mm. And in between going from Fit for a King to Devil Wears Prada, they played multiple Limp Biscuit songs. And Break Stuff was one of them. And I can't tell you how many people still react to that song. Oh, yeah, you go fair when that song goes on. Like, yeah. It, it activates something <laughs> in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. There's something about it. They captured everybody from those, you know, early 2000s that just no one will ever forget it, and you have to move every time you hear it. Yeah, man. Woodstock 99, dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, that was worse Never than forget. Blue Ridge, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're we're better. I mean, I would say it's but, better. <laughs> yeah, at least they at least they got to have the whole festival. Yeah, they technically yeah. did, right? They made it in yeah. two days. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of legendary though, because it's just like yeah, Limp Bizkit, Break Shit, Woodstock '99. You put all those pieces together, like it's legendary. That is right. <laughs> that is right. <laughs> if I wish Blue Ridge had ended with like the National Guard having to get called in, and then would have reached. Like people were just dismantling shit. That same status, yeah. Would you call? Would you call the National Guard or Pyro, Ohio, to take care of it? <laughs> I'll spray the blue shit water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, well, I I can. Uh, Pete Pete and I have like uh, uh, wildlife management slash like animal control backgrounds, so we can try to hurt cats. I don't. You know, I can <laughs> like less shooting like rubber bullets at them, like less lethal bullets at people to try and hurt them into one area yeah. and then trap them in something. I think that's like well within uh, my skill set, probably. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's exactly what it would be like. And just play Y'all break stuff. have an stuff. unruly yeah. festival? Yeah. <laughs> Call us. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we were, we were born to put on a festival. I, I, I think there's actually already a festival called Pyro Fest, which is a yes. missed opportunity. There is. Mm. Yep. Um, so... I guess the best we could shoot for is a collaboration with those cats, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it needs to happen. We're we're gonna speak this into fruition right yeah. now. Just yeah, take it one step at a time, right? You came back, yeah. you did a single, you're gonna do a cover. Maybe there's a reunion show at some point. Then you put on a festival, right? And then we festival take over the world. And reunion show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> reunion show at festival. If the price is right, man, what better place for a pyro comeback pyro music festival? I mean, where, where are where are these guys? So I, I've seen that before, but what type of music do they play at that festival? I think it's EDM. Yeah, I think it's I about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we had keyboards at one point. I feel like we're, we're Bring them close. back. Bring them back. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well guys this has been a ton of fun and i noticed we are already over an hour yeah time flies when you're having a yeah. blast i yeah. i enjoyed hearing all the backstories i enjoyed hearing everything i think we should do this again because i still i didn't even get to talk about the uh what was it the uh chihuahuas 
Oh man. So there's yeah. there's a bunch of stuff still to talk about. So I yeah. think <laughs> I think we're gonna have to do this again, but I do know the uh the attention spans of people, it's tough once you start getting over an hour. So what I for say sure. is let's hang out, let's hang out for a little bit after. Uh obviously we talked about the new merch. We talked about the new single of Shadows and Substance. Pyro Ohio is back. I will have links in the episode description. Wow. Episode description. There we go. Uh, for all the links to make it very, very easy for people to pick up the new merch. Also, uh, Jake, send me the link for the podcast. I'll put that in there as well. Okay. But until that time where we make that all super easy in the description and everything, what is the best way for people to support you guys right now? Yeah, I would just say social media, Facebook, Instagram. Just say what's up. We're 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 back. We're around. We we like hanging out, shooting the shit. Um, and you know, if you if you like us enough, go ahead, get one of those new shirts. They're pretty sweet. We're also bringing back uh, some old designs on there every oh, nice. so often. Okay. Uh, so if you saw a shirt back in the day and didn't have the money then, but now that you're ten years older and have a <laughs> steady paying job and can afford it, we'll have it for you. Very nice. Well, guys, thank you so, so much for doing this. It was a lot of fun. New studio, getting to hang out with everybody and shoot the shit and talk about the old times and everything. I really enjoyed it. So once again, everyone, thank you to Peter, Zane, and Jake. Much, much appreciated. Like I said, stay on the lines. But until then, thanks for taking the time, guys. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. This, this was awesome. Super cool. yeah, absolutely. What are you doing tomorrow, Ian? We'll just do it again. <laughs> just roll it back, roll it back. <laughs> run it back i'll take the day off tomorrow <laughs> <laughs>